You're listening to episode 33 of the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast, Be Keeping It Real with Jamie Walters. Prosper, flourish, bloom with your people, your close-knit group, your clan, straight out of area code 419 with the most cutting-edge, controversial, and enlightening information from the most knowledgeable experts in everything mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the Thrive Tribe 419 Podcast. I'm your host, Rose Hollow. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us for this short and sweet episode about beekeeping. And I want to let you all know that this is really just an introduction um, to a longer interview that I had with Jamie Walters, which is going to be featured in the Farmland News coming out on March 20th. So if you would like to get a copy of that and hear more about what Jamie has to say about beekeeping and his experiences with battling seasonal allergies and how beekeeping has helped him with that and some awards that he's won and overcoming a fear of public speaking and all kinds of additional topics beyond what we discussed today, please give the Farmland News a call to get your copy. Their number is 419-445-9456, and you can have that newspaper delivered right to your door. And the great thing about the Farmland News, um, which is an advantage we don't have on the podcast, is that they're going to include some pictures. So if you'd like to see some pictures pertaining to all of this, um, make sure that you order your copy. It's super affordable and how easy. You just have it mailed right to your mailbox. So please go ahead and do that. Again, the number is 419-445-9456 and tell them that Rose sent you and you'd like a copy of the Jamie Walters story. So Jamie Walters is known pretty well in the Northwest Ohio area and um, is growing in his... Um, kind of celebrity status as a beekeeper, bee educator in the state of Ohio. Um, So I'd like to introduce him for you guys and tell you a little bit about him before we get started with his interview. So he is 47 years old and he's married to Dela Walters for, they've been married for 26 years and he has two daughters named Jessica and Ashley and one granddaughter named Katie and um, she has an apiary named after her called Katie's Bees and Honey. Um, he graduated in 1988 with an Associates in Mechanical Engineering and a CNC, CMM Programming and um, Machining. So he didn't always <laughs> have an interest in bees. This has been more of a um, later in life thing. So He's active in a whole lot of different organizations around the Northwest Ohio area um, that deal with the um, outdoor environment and pollinators, and he really enjoys educating others about the necessity of honeybees and native pollinators and how our very existence depends on their survival. He travels all over the surrounding counties, so he's um, centered in Defiance, but he travels all over Northwest Ohio and throughout greater Ohio and neighboring states 
helping to educate people on honeybee health, um, raising queens, and um, how to be a better beekeeper. He likes teaching the younger generation, um, which he thinks is the most enjoyable part, as um, he gets to see them um, experience harvesting honey and tasting local honey for the first time straight from the beehive and showing um, younger people where honey comes from and why the bees are so important. I think it's also worth mentioning that Jamie has received some pretty amazing awards in the last year. Um, He received the 2017 Beekeeper of the Year Award from Ohio State, and he just recently received something in the mail from the House of Representatives. Um, He got the 2017 State Beekeeper of the Year from them. So that's pretty big stuff when there are um, 7,100 beekeepers in Ohio. So for somebody who's only been doing this for nine years... um, He must know what he's doing, and I was so excited to get to talk to him and uh, share a little bit about his journey with you guys. So we will get to the interview in just a minute, but first I want to share a little bit of news and give you guys some updates about what's going on, um, like I usually do. So if you can hang in there for a minute, I want to tell you guys all about our holistic health fair. This is something that I am organizing um, through the podcast, and it's going to be sort of a culmination of a bunch of people that I have had on the podcast or would like to have on the podcast, um, businesses that I can personally recommend, um, and we're all getting together in one place. There are businesses from all over Northwest Ohio, and that's taking place on Saturday, April 14th, 2018, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at St. John United Church of Christ at 950 Webster Street in Defiance, Ohio, and that is the church that's actually located on the Defiance College campus. So if you can find Defiance College, you can find the church where this is happening. Um, we are having an open, it's, it's free to enter, so the the fair floor is open. Anyone can come in. We're striving to be sensory friendly and um, handicapped accessible, um, disability friendly. And um, come in and stroll at your leisure. We're going to have about 20 vendors on the floor. And we are also having presentations throughout the day. Our first presentation is free, which starts at 10.15. We have a page dedicated to the Holistic Health Fair on our website. The website is www.thrivetribe419.com. That's Thrive Tribe and the numbers 419 So just go to the site and click on Holistic Health Fair and everything you need to know will be right there. And if you have any questions, feel free to contact me through the uh, contact form on the web page. All right, now I have one more request because I know that there is a strong possibility that if you're listening to this episode that you have listened to other episodes and that you have returned because you feel that this information is valuable. Um, this is a labor of love for me. I do this for free because I passionately feel like Northwest Ohio 
needs a tribe of like-minded people who are thinking outside the box, thinking creatively about health, about our mind, body, and soul wellness. And um, I really want to link up knowledgeable people and services and products that um, are going to help each other and that you can use to help yourself. Um, I feel like Northwest Ohio needs this. That's why I keep doing this. Um, I pay for a lot of it out of my own pocket. I spend a lot of my free time um, working on this podcast to deliver this podcast for free each week. And I love, love, love doing this for you guys. But I would really appreciate it if you love it too, if you could go to iTunes and leave a review. The reason that I'm asking for reviews is because this podcast will help reach new people and new ears if our podcast has reviews. This is your podcast too. If you don't use iTunes, that's okay. You can sign up for an account. Um, If you don't know how to get into iTunes or Apple Podcasts, you can go to our website, thrivetribe419.com, and click on the review button on our homepage, and that link will take you directly to iTunes, where you can either sign in or you can sign up, and you can click on our podcast, and you can subscribe to it, and you can leave a review. Let me know if you do leave a review, because I would personally like to thank you for taking the time to do that. Hey, Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. So the first thing I always ask my guests is, how are you thriving in the 419? What what can you tell us? Um, I finally found my niche in beekeeping along with master gardening. Um, it's just finally something at 48 years old that I found something that I, I enjoy the outdoors and I like being in nature. That's awesome. So we're going to talk about you a little bit in this interview, and we're going to talk about beekeeping. And this is um, a completely new topic to me. I've always been interested in bees and beekeeping, and I think I know why it's important, but I really don't know much about it. So I'm really looking forward to um, hearing what you have to say. And I know that the hobby of beekeeping is really growing in Northwest Ohio, which is kind of exciting. So I'm so glad to have you here on the podcast. So thank you very much. Thank you. So can you tell us personally, um, because I'd like to get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell us about a challenging time in your life when you were striving and how you used that opportunity for growth? And if you want to weave some beekeeping into there, um, you can do that too. Tell us about that. Um, I had a normal life where I have, I've always had one or two jobs. Uh, everything is in, have the normal, I have two daughters, one's a flight attendant, the other one's a mother, and I have my first granddaughter. And then approximately 10 years ago, my father passed away. And with that, they were going to, Master Bach, they were going to throw his plants away at the end of it, and I took his plants. And then... something clicked and something evolved in me with Master Gardeners, and my mother paid for me to take the Master Gardener um, with the OSU. And that blossomed into meeting the right kind of people with Bruce Clevenger, the other Master Gardeners in Defiance. That got me into meeting Dwight Wilson, who is my mentor in beekeeping. And I got into Ohio Certified Volunteer Naturalist, where you learn about 
all the oh, the microenclimates, forestry, and things like that. That led me into OSU pollinator specialist, and then it, everything from there got me into beekeeping, and then from that, everything I enjoy, it, it's something that just clicked with my life, and something I I I found that it puts me at ease. It's my calmness, even though I run with 15 different organizations and I run all over the place and I travel all over Ohio and Pennsylvania and Indiana, it's my calm. It's something that I like to do. I like to teach others in doing it. And we didn't have a Northwest Ohio Bee Club. We had the Northwest Ohio Bee Club that was in Pandora and then we have one on the other side of the east side of Toledo. So I have through a bunch of uh, different people and different organizations, they talked to me and said, would you like to start a club up? And I said, I'll do it. So I had a, so a great set of board members that I have, Doug Franzdorf, Jeff and Shelley Orr, Bill and, Bill and Bill Brubaker, along with Audra Smith. And we kind of developed this and we thought we'd maybe have 10 or 15 people join the club. And when we started it, we started out with over 90 members. Wow. Yeah. And then it, it kind of, it, it, we, so we decided to teach, instead of just teaching beekeeping, we decided to do an internship because in Ohio, with Ohio State beekeepers, there's over an influx of 1,800 beekeepers that come into beekeeping. And within a year, we lose over 1,000 of those people. So, oh, okay. so we decided to do an internship. So every month that we actually go into and teach the people exactly month by month what they should be doing. And now we have over 60 people that are full-time beekeepers. I mean, it's their hobbies. It's the things that we do. But we get to come together every month. And I, and I found a nice little family with that. So it's been, it's been a life-changing experience. Yeah, I, I can see that. So you have 60 beekeepers in the Northwest Ohio area that have trained with you, that have kept going and are doing it full-time then. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that is just so cool. And it really sounds like you found your calling. Like I can tell, I can hear the excitement in your voice when you talk about it. <laughs> well, it's not, it's nice to have, I mean, somebody, when you get passionate about something, finding other people that are passionate about it also. And then you find these people that have a, a connection with just not for pollination. They might want to do it just to their backyard. Um, some of the people are called sideliners where they actually have, a full-time job and doing this on a part-time basis. And then you have also have commercial people that are jumping into this with both feet that are raising hundreds or maybe thousands of beehives. Wow. Very cool. So what is the most critical thing you think people need to know about really embracing their best life possible or following their passion like you've done? Um, for me, it's it's surrounding yourself with like-minded people, positive mm -hmm. people that'll build you up. That that finding finding your passion in life, and sometimes it's not it's what pays the bills, but it's something that you can learn about, get good at. And I and I never really stepped out of my zone until probably my fifth year of beekeeping, until I learned all the ins and outs. I surrounded myself with mentors that really knew their stuff. Um, Dwight Wells and Dwight Wilson have been keep beekeeping for over 48 years, and it's, okay. it's finding people that it's finding people that push or that build you up, and that you can work with and mentor with, and and just have an overall good friendship with them. 
Yeah. And from what I've heard, beekeeping is a little bit more complicated than it maybe seems to an outsider. So I imagine that you really did need some guidance to get started. And you're saying that it took you about five years to sort of get the hang of it. So yeah, I think what you're saying about having mentors is so important, especially for something like this. It is. Hey friends, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a new business in Perrysburg that my friend and former podcast guest, Dr. Jen Flaghar, just opened. It's called Flagmed, and she's calling it an integrative medicine experience. I'm really excited about her new venture because I know many of the listeners of this podcast are dealing with chronic health issues that conventional medical practitioners just can't seem to solve. Dr. Jen works with her patients as a team, taking mind, body, community, and spiritual wellness into consideration when guiding her patients through lifestyle changes that get to the root of the issue rather than putting a band-aid on it. She also offers a wide range of complementary modalities in her new center, including a full yoga studio called Perrysburg Yoga, massage therapy, Reiki nutritional consults, and much more. Check out Flagmed on their website at www.flagmed.com. That's P-F-L-E-G-M-E-D.com. And make your appointment today. I have a feeling she's going to have a waiting list as word grows about this integrative wellness center. Now back to the show. So can you tell us about the most influential lesson you've learned from one of your mentors in beekeeping and maybe how that lesson has shaped you into who you are now and how you do your job? Um, the Probably the most two influential, influential people in my life right now are Bruce Clevenger at the Defiance Extension Office. He, he worked with each individual master gardener and showed us the passion that he has with it um, of outdoors, of being in the flowers and knowing the different stuff. And then it kind of finished off with Dwight Wilson. And, and I talk with Dwight or we text at least once a day. Um, it, it's a passion that you can you can hear people you can see that they're passionate about, and they'll bend over backwards to try to get you that information and be there for you. And then when I when I kind of stepped out of my realm and started teaching a little bit and, and trying to find others that here in Northwest Ohio, when we started Black Swamp Beekeepers, that I wanted to pass that on to someone else. Right. So when with my knowledge, my passion about it, having good people from like Ohio State and being educated in that, with Denise Ellsworth. So I, I've surrounded myself with people like that, that are passionate about what they do, and I, I just want to pass it forward. Very cool. And I don't think that there really are many people in the Northwest Ohio area that are doing something like what you're doing. So um, yeah, it's very cool. Hey everyone, it's Matt. If you're like many of us, you struggle to get a good night's sleep. I have two steps to a good night's sleep right here. Step one, while you're lying down, put your right hand flat under your left armpit. Step two, place the middle three fingers of your left hand between your eyebrows. Take several slow, relaxing breaths in and out, releasing the stress of today and the fears of tomorrow. Put to bed the fears that keep you up at night. Go to www.thrivetribe419.com and click on eCourses to schedule today or tomorrow after you wake up from a great night's sleep. Let's talk about kind of the recipe for your success in beekeeping and where you are now. 
Um, I would like to know if there was a magic reset button when it comes to just starting out in beekeeping, what would you do differently that you didn't maybe know when you first started? Oh, when I first started, I tried beekeeping on my own. Mm-hmm. And because I was I was a little stubborn at the point because I thought I can do this. It, it's finding local mentors, clubs, educational. It, it's finding something that, you know, for a lack of a better word, challenging yourself and learning mm-hmm. outside the box and learning something that you're a, a little bit afraid of but surrounding yourself with that knowledge and trying to, to trying to excel and push yourself to find something that you didn't know before. Right. My cousin took a class from you. I think you know who she is. And yeah. Um, yeah. And I think she had something like that to say too. I don't think she started on her own, but I think she made some comments about how much more complicated it really was than she thought. Like when she started, she, she thought, oh, I, you know, this will be easy. He's just going to tell me how to do it and I'm going to go do it. And she said the more that she learned, the more she realized that she didn't know. So I can see why that would be so important. It's, it's hey, a part I'll- of challenging yourself. And, and mm-hmm. when you go out and you get the, when you have the local resources, so when we have local mentors, and the people that graduated this year, they'll be mentors for the next seasons of these new beekeepers that are coming in. Not only with the OSBA, but surrounding yourself with the 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 beekeepers that are just like myself. They, they want to talk to you. They want to help have better bees. It's about friendship. It's about mentorship. So there's a lot of different things that go with that key, too. Right. And I'd like to get into a little bit about why bees and pollinators are so important. Um, I think probably some of our listeners already know a little bit about this, but I would like to hear your take on that and maybe not only why they're important, but what we can do, like if we're not ready to start beekeeping yet, but we want to do something to help the environment and help the bees. What are some things that we could do just as a lay person, you know, going about our business in the world. And um, the, the importance of the beekeepers or for the pollinators themselves, and it's just not about the honeybees, even though that's my forte, but through the, through the overall pollinators in Ohio, it's one of, three, one of every three bites of food that you take. So 74% of the food that you see or you eat in a grocery store is directly or indirectly pollinated or down the line from honeybees. So what wow. you can do as a homeowner, if yeah, if you're not going to try and keep bees, I mean, support your local beekeepers and buy local honey, um, plant Ohio native pollinator plants and trees. There's a lot of resources, Defiant Soil and Water Extension or Ohio Extension Office. So there's a lot of different places you can buy things or at least try to get correct information on what you need to buy. Some of the things that homeowners can do just on just by themselves is allow your lawn to grow up at least three, three and a half inch and let that white Dutch clover come up. Let the oh, I do a great job of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Much and to I, my and I raised, neighbor's dismay. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was raised, and I'm not going to say I was perfect. I was raised with my father having two inch, two and a half inch grass, and everything was at a diagonal. Everything had to look perfect. 
But when you let the white Dutch clover come up and you let the dandelions come up, that's some of the first food that these pollinators need when they come out of wintertime. So if uh-huh. you can set aside an area or, or mow half of your grass and let half of it go to a little bit of natives to feed the pollinators, if you, if you grow it, they'll come. Cool. Well, I, I personally, I love seeing the clover and the dandelions and watching the bees in the spring. I, I think it's great, but I know the rest of my uh, neighborhood doesn't share my love of that. <laughs> and, and, and part of that is, and part of that is education. And, right. and telling other people why you're doing it, um, put out some signage and say, hey, you know, um, the Extension Office, the Defiant Soil and Water, they have signage like that that you can put natives they, in and educate do. people to ask questions. Yes, they do. Oh, that's great. I'm going to have to look into that. Can you tell me who that is again? The um... That is Bruce Clevenger at Defiance Extension, Defiance or Extension. It's Jason at the Soil and, Defiant Soil and Water. Okay. I think I know who Jason is. That's great. So I will send him an email and see if I can get some signage that I didn't know that was available. And now all my neighbors will know why I'm doing this. (laughs) And and it's mostly about education. Yeah. Well, I try to tell people, but, um, you know, you can't tell everybody in your neighborhood who drives by why you're (laughs) letting your lawn grow. So, and we also have the, we also have the, um, in defiance, I don't know if other towns have this, but we have pretty strict um, nuisance ordinances. And yes. I've noticed that they're really cracking down on people who don't keep their lawns mowed very, very often. <laughs> so yes. I, I know that we do have to kind of walk a fine line between like having dandelions and clover and all of that, and then not getting a nuisance violation. So I'm going to have to also look into that. Yes. And and I'm going to try to work on that here in the next few months. And we're trying to talk with the city with Jennifer English that works Mm -hmm. at the city department and see if we can make Defiance a big city USA. And with doing that, we can turn on have some some new guidelines about when the pollinator mix comes in, your dandelions, your clovers, and different flowers. If we can work with the city – and try to coexist that something that it still looks nice, but it's pollinator friendly. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that idea. I I can get behind that 100%. Uh, thank so, you very much. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. How do you define being a rebel? Is it about breaking from the values of society, or is it about passionately living by your own? At Rebel Chiropractic, we believe that in a world of sick and suffering people, it is an act of rebellion to claim the health you deserve. We're the only multi-doctor practice in the Northwest Ohio region who specialize in the Gonstead method of chiropractic and in pediatric maternity and family care. So I'm talking to you, you rebel, you crunchy, anti-vaxxing, natural product using, organic, proactive, not reactive rebel. Call Rebel Chiropractic at 419 478-8142 and mention Thrive Tribe 419 to set up a complimentary nerve assessment to see with your own eyes how chiropractic can help you and your family thrive. So let's say you're standing in front of a room and I know you, you actually do this. So you're standing in front of a group of people who are just starting out in beekeeping and they um, don't know anything yet. What 
is a strategy you would suggest to help them sort of get their footing? Like what is the first thing that you would want to know and do? Uh, we just had a class Saturday with approximately 77 brand new beekeepers. And uh -huh. the biggest part of it is explaining to them the amount of time, the amount of resources and money that you're going to have into your bees and, and giving them a heads up. Because beekeeping, it, I'm not going to lie, it, it's, it's not a cheap hobby. So in keeping your bees nowadays, it's like animal husbandry. You need to check on them because you're providing a house, you're taking responsibility for where they live, and you, so you need to give them adequate spacing. You need to provide them a water source. There's a lot of different things that people, when they go out and just get bees or they put bees in the backyard, you need to think about your neighbors because for where those bee, that apiary is at or that hive, they travel up to five miles in every direction. So you're impacting your neighbors, you're impacting different things, and you're also providing a pollination for somebody's garden that might be two miles away through your bees. So there's a lot of knowledge, there's a lot of things that you need to look outside the box, and with experience and with the, the, the resources in your area, you can turn on and ask that from other beekeepers. Okay. Now, I have a specific question about living in the city, um, and I'm guessing you know something about the city of Defiance from our conversation so far. Um, what if somebody lives in a neighborhood with lots of houses that are close together? Is that a place where you would suggest somebody keeps bees, or would you suggest having a little bit more acreage or something like a place out in the country? How does that work? There is currently no laws on the books right now in Defiance City but I'm working with Ohio State Beekeeper Association to, put, to be a little bit proactive and put some guidelines in because you wanna be respectful for everybody else and their own safety because you don't want little kids poking inside the hive or hurting animals or, or anything like that. So we right. wanna to try to get some, we wanna get some rules or some ordinances on that is respectable. There's a lot of beekeepers in our club right now that have one hive, they live right downtown Defiance and they have just one hive. And it's it's nothing that is gonna get out of control. It's something that they're being respectful the way they tuck them in and have them back in their backyard. And it's being responsible and being a responsible beekeeper for their safety of that area. Okay, so do you know anything about any other cities around Northwest Ohio? Is it pretty much the same across the board where there aren't many laws? Um, around beekeeping or does it vary from city to city? It varies on city to city. Ohio State Beekeeper Association is currently working with the a lot of the different cities and towns throughout throughout Ohio right now. And we're trying to come up with a, um, the lack of a better word, guidelines to help okay. them with, there's some cities that say absolutely not because they're a larger city or a predominant city where they just don't want anything in town because it also opens the door for backyard chickens and backyard um, different animals. So we okay. want to try to isolate the bees and let people know what it is to be a safe beekeeper. There's also responsibility for the homeowner and responsibility for the neighbors that we need to look out for. Right. Yeah, this sounds really complicated. There's a lot to know. So can you tell us more about your services, what you do, how people can get in touch with you and your organization, um, how they can take your classes, things like that. Tell us all about that. 
Okay, we have the Black Swamp, Black Swamp Beekeepers Association started in April of last year. We currently have about 60 members. So you can look at look for us at Black Swamp Beekeepers Association on Facebook, Black Swamp Beekeepers Association BZ, or you're more than welcome to call me at, at 419-438-7335. Um, we have classes that are signing up for the bee internship. The first class will be February 24th at the Defiance Extension Office at 8:30 in the morning. Um, if you have any questions, you're more than off. You're more than willing to give me a call, and I'd be glad to turn on answer any questions you have. What it takes to be a beekeeper, the amount of time you're going to have into it, and anything else. All right, very cool. Well, thank you so much for your time. You gave us so much information in such a short amount of time, and I think that this is really going to help people understand how we can help our local pollinators and um, care for our environment a little bit better and maybe think about whether or not they want to have bees. And um, I got to say, I if I'm going to have bees, I'm definitely going to need to take a class. <laughs> so, so it sounds like it's definitely a little bit more complicated than something I would want to do on my own, but uh, I can see that the benefits would be really cool too. And just having your, having your own honey would be so rewarding. It would. And also if I can add, we're going to have a community apiary. It's the Black Swamp Beekeeper Pollinator Sanctuary and Training Center out on Evansport Road, right off of Schick Road. And then the, within May or June, we're going to have a groundbreaking ceremony and we're going to have a 40 by 40 training center. And the public can come out and look through the fence. We're going to have some viewing windows so the public can come out and see what the beekeepers are doing, actually look inside of a hive. And then if you want to and you're more gutsy enough, you can put on a veil and actually join the beekeepers on the inside. Oh, cool. And when is this happening? We're going to break ground sometime in May, and the facility will start going up in the rest of May and into June. And we'll have more more information on that on Facebook and throughout the Crescent News for Defiance. That sounds so cool. All right. Well, I'm going to make sure I put all this um, contact information and your events and everything in the show notes for this episode. And um, hopefully people can get a hold of you one of those uh, many ways if they're interested. And it sounds like you have a lot of great resources that are available. So thank you so much for what you do. And thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Rose. All right. Thanks for listening to the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast. Do you know someone who could benefit from the information you just heard? Share the love by sharing this episode. Want to connect online? Check out thrivetribe419.com to leave a review or check out more episodes. You can also join the conversation by searching for Thrive Tribe 419 on Facebook or Instagram. See you next time. Keep thriving.